Hello and welcome back to Book for God. Alrighty guys, let's have a good episode today. We're going to be talking about a former person who's in the LGBT community and their story and testimony and how they came to Christ. All that on this upcoming episode, we have our co-host Isabella and I'm Anthony. If you have not subbed yet, go sub on Instagram to never miss an update. We have a guest today. Introduce yourself. Hi, my name is Daisy. And we have our co-host. Hi, I'm Isabella, your co-host. Alrighty, so we both meet the crowd, and Daisy, you, yes. you uh, were part of the LGBT community, correct? I was, yes. So how many years? Uh, I would say roughly between three and four years. Three and four years. Alrighty, and what was your home life? How did you grow up? Um, I grew up in the church. Um, I grew up with a Christian family. Both my parents were together. Um, very loving family. A very supportive family of everything. So pretty, it's a good family then, I guess. Pretty good family. M- more yeah. than what I had, but that's pretty good. Okay, so, um, you were brought up. Did you have the values instilled in you, like about the Bible, and whatnot, or you just kind of like, oh, I'm a church kid. My parents take me to church. Um, I just had the values. I didn't understand them. Okay. So. Do you think uh, if the your parents would have talked a little more, that you might have been able to develop a better understanding, and whatnot? Um. Yeah. I just how my home life was, and I grew and how I grew up. My parents weren't very big on education um, was just a really hard thing but so it wasn't something that they wanted to um, they they did put it into our mindset they did put it into our everyday life um, but it is um, now I do know the values um, that my parents were trying to set because I was just a very rebellious kid growing up how did you uh, come <clears throat> to know these values um, by getting deeper and closer in my walk with God how did you do that um, I just leaned into him. I decided to um, not have what the world, not what, not want what the world has, but had, but want what God wants for me. Got what it. God has for me. That reminds me of the John one one verse. If I'm correct, it's in the beginning the word was God. The word was with God. So that establishes that the word was always existing and that mm-hmm. the word is God. So like you said, building a relationship, and I think yeah. well, spending time in the word is pretty much spending time with God. That's good that you have that relationship now. Uh, what brought you to want to learn more about the LGBT community? And what was that turning point where you really just started to turn away from what you were being raised with? Um, well, I would say it was my reconnection with um, the Asian culture. I would definitely say the um, the anime, I watched a lot of it. And then <clears throat> it turned into not just, not just anime, but it was the aftermath of cosplay that got into it because the cosplay community is very much wrapped around the LGBT, um, and that's where I got into a, more of the cosplay into the LGBT. I had no idea. LGBT. Yeah. It's crazy. The <clears throat> gurus and the yaichi and So it wasn't necessarily anime itself. It was what what, what brought the anime, what brought from anime. Yeah, okay. Into it, yeah. That makes sense, because I watch anime and I'm, I'm straight. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, okay, so why did that appeal to you? What, like, what was happening around your life? So was it, like, a lack of anything, or was it just you exploring what was the appeal to you? Were you just young and naive? What, what would you say is appeal? Um, it was, I would say it was a mix of everything. Um, I was my, it was my rebellion phase of um, my ending of high school, my, my middle to end of high school. Um, I was just curious. I was, I'm a very curious person just in general. And so I um, was just curious about everything. And so I had friends who brought me into it more. I had family who brought some other um, extended family who brought me into more of it. Um, but it was just, what is it more about? And I just wanted to learn more about it. 
got it. That makes sense. I think about mm. the, I'm not sure about the address specifically, but in the Bible, it's like a bad company corrupts a good, not a good person, but like a, a bad company corrupts a soul or whatnot. Bad company corrupts good character. Good character. There it is. And then um, you're talking about how those people influenced you and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So you said people like just kind of like brought more stuff to you. Now that you started like learning about it. Yeah, it was just me diving more into it um, because as a as a young kid who I grew up homeschooled, so it wasn't it wasn't like it was already there in front of me. It was very much I had to go look for it for me to get into it, um, and there's just a lot of loopholes. Um, I went down not a good path um, at a young age, and so and then I got back into my walk with God, and then it fell back down, and so. Um, it definitely there was a lot of stuff that went back and forth into it that's crazy so you were homeschooled so for anybody who is homeschooled or homeschooling out there uh homeschooling your children does not necessarily prevent the whole like public or social uh stuff from penetrating your kids you know you got to be in their lives pretty much and i was thinking about uh, i'm trying to remember the verse i had it it's you're talking about you being exposed to it oh it's like everything is permitted but not everything is beneficial it's mm-hmm. somewhere as well in the bible you just type up what i'm saying in the paraphrase version you'll find the verses online uh what was your lifestyle like once you started going into those things like did um, things change was it drastic and was it or was it subtle it, it started out subtle i just went completely um my whole style of clothing changed my attitude changed um just it was um it definitely changed everything about me it corrupted my brain um it i i brought it brought me into a lot of um i wouldn't say deep depression but close to that um but it was my disconnect from god definitely i, I definitely believe that uh depression or anything like that I, i'm not trying to say it's a, a handicap but i always think when people label themselves and whatnot it's very mental blocking and yeah. outside of that because people be like oh you know well you've never been well I've, I've been pretty down before but it does say in the bible whether you believe it or not i was talking to people today at work and i was telling them like uh depression anxiety all that is not it's not natural it's it's a spiritual battle it is 100 yeah and i don't label depression as depression because that's a worldly term and a more spiritual godly term is a spiritual battle because depression is your your spiritual disconnect from god and that's when a, you get into when you hear voices and in, in depression it's the voices of all the demons that you're hearing saying and then you hear god as well because uh, you don't just hear dark voices um you hear also uh, you do hear some soft voices as well um, and those voices, a lot of people don't like to hear. Um, they go towards more of the dark voices, and that's something that a lot of people are like, oh, I'm depressed, because they're only focusing on the bad instead of looking for the good. It's definitely a change of mindset. I do. I like the description. Mm-hmm. It's a disconnect from God. Or not. Yeah. Uh, what was the people that started to surround your life like? Did the people who surrounded you start to change, like from friends, like say you were homeschooled friends but they're not trying to changing into people who are in the community so what what was the change like with people who you surrounded yourself with um i had the same friend i had a lot of the same friends i kept my circle very very small growing up very very small um i probably had maybe four friends that i kept through all through high school maybe five at the most that i kept really close to me 
Um, and I think those some of those people were not super strong in their, in their walk with God, but there were a few that were. Um, and they did definitely push me towards God um, a lot more than some of the other ones. Um, a lot of the other people just supported me through it um, without telling my parents of anything. And I think that's something that when you see something um, that is not that is not godly, you should bring it to the attention. Um, because once you speak life into it, there is a benefit from it. Yeah, it says if you confess your sins, he is right. Uh, just to forgive or right to forgive something like that yes. you know what the verse is about um no but i know one similar to it go ahead romans ten nine. if you confess your sins uh and sorry i'm not one if you confess with your mouth that he Jesus. is lord but like a, the uh, lord he's lord through faith that he's risen and covered your sins mm-hmm. and like you're being saved and whatnot yeah that's inspiration to the sinner's prayer, but that's for another podcast. That we're <laughs> no, it's for another one we're going to talk about. I do yeah. want to talk about the sinner's prayer because yeah, I feel like people leave out a little bit of stuff that are very important. Okay, uh, do you have any thoughts, any questions, comments, concerns, Isabella? Um, I was thinking that when you guys were a little backtracked, but when you guys were talking about homeschooling and a lot of people believe that homeschooling is the way for your kids to turn out right. Well, I am a huge believer in homeschooling, but nowhere in Proverbs, nowhere in the Bible does it say homeschooling is what's going to save your kids from evil. I 100% agree. Cause... Yes. I, that, it's 100% true because that's a lot of what a lot of people think. Charlie Kirk's all about school choice, but um, I was public schooled, and I'd say I'm pretty solid for being public schooled. So I don't think that it's the school. I mean, schools obviously have an influence, and be wareful of that. But if you raise your kid with the right values, and you yeah. raise them. Like, not you just... You, they grow up. You raise them with the right values that they should follow the right path. That's also so. Also, in the Bible. give them. You also. Has it's also funny you say right path because <laughs> Proverbs chapter twenty two verse six literally says, "Direct your children onto the right path, and when they are older, they will not leave it." See, so that's right Where, there. You got the address, folks. But it's also, I think I wouldn't have been a part of the community that I was if my, um, if my parents, and especially as a, as a homeschooled um, child myself. Um, if you if you um, bring your kids into your own life, like not just say my marriage is my own marriage and you don't have to like deal with it, but also like your parents, their marriage is their own marriage. You can't you can't deal with that. I felt very much in this time as well. Um, I tried to escape from my reality. Um, tried to escape from the escape from the world, but I was in the world no matter what. Um, because of my home life at that time wasn't the, wasn't the most happiest, wasn't the most sunshine and rainbows, um, but it was definitely, um, I went down a path because my parents weren't present. So it, it especially a big, a lot of women who are, I've noticed that are either transgender, um, I have a family member who is as well, and it's the father, it's the women, it's the father figures that aren't in, so men need to a lot of ma- a lot of males need to step up in that role of father, and not just father the family, but father the daughters, and be like, I am the male that you need to come to instead of going to someone else, um, because I wouldn't have identified as a transgender male at the age of seventeen. I know about that part. I that's a, yeah. Um, if I if my father was um, fully around, and I would see that, and that I know a lot of people who are. 
um, I had a couple friends, and that was it. Their father completely left them in the in middle school, and their parents got a divorce, and so they went down the dark path of, oh, I am, I, I'm gonna go seek for something else. I was listening to a different podcast the other day, and typically what I've heard is people who are in the community, people have talked to themselves. There's a dude I know. He's like, you're like me, except you are not gay. He's like, we had very similar upbringings, but you're not, and I am. Because we both like had the whole father disconnect and whatnot, and I, I definitely think it always starts in the home. I mean, oh, 100%. Th- and think about it, but as well with that, like when it comes to, because uh, listening to a, a podcast about a girl who happened to be assaulted, but then after that, like after being assaulted another time, she actually just kind of actively chose to live a lifestyle of promiscuity to almost like she felt like that was all, that was her worth and eventually um, she comes to the terms to the fact that she, that was that way because she didn't have that from her father like yeah, the, so man. it does start within the home uh home life is very important very much so that it really hits home as yeah. like a woman it was it's sad like, listening to that it's so sad but um what is your experience with the community? So the people, are they accepting of you? Do they try to make you or label They're you? They're very, very manipulating. Okay, tell us how. I, I would say that um, because they try to be like, oh, well, you can't get this from the church. You can't get this from these people. Your family won't accept you, so we'll accept you. Um, it's all through social media. It's oh, they try to isolate you. A hundred percent. That's narcissistic. And that's, they are, I, um, as an upbringing myself and experiencing that it was more of like I was already super super um I don't think gullible but like just very open about everything and I have been very much if I will I just go with the flow is what I've always been Mm. just told as a child of it's okay just go with the flow um and so when I went with the flow I fell down the path of LGBT um and it was very much a, um, a a tumble down into not a healthy path, and that's where a um, lot of kids will struggle at one time. I'm glad we prayed about this fire because it reminded me of another <laughs> Bible verse, which I don't know the address, but it's pretty much there's a man who makes a house on the sand, and yeah. when the waves come, mm-hmm. it just pretty it's much is destroyed because it's not a yeah. good foundation. But there's a man who makes a house on a rock, and it's mm-hmm. a firm foundation. So it's it talking about how you're very wishy-washy. It's very go with the flow. Oh, yeah. So, like, with that, there's not a firm foundation, so you no. just kind of go with whatever comes whatever takes you away. Whatever feels, and whatever feels comfortable. And um, when you feel comfortable, when you feel isolated, um, that's what they've done in the past few years is isolate, because that's what the Bible says, community, be in the community, be in fellowship yeah, with other believers. don't forsake the gathering. Exactly. And that's what the, the, the government and the world has tried to do for the past few years, is isolate each other. If and you that's think something about- that... I have noticed a lot. The stuff in the schools. There's a, mm-hmm. a bill, I think it's AB957 or something like that. It's pretty much where, like, if you're not affirming your child, they can mm-hmm. come and take your child away. Think about it. You're literally isolating your child. Mm-hmm. Like, by law, they could, if you're, you tell, like, the school or whatnot, they could come, take your child, stop the puberty, give them hormone blockers, and then, like, give them the opposite sex, uh, like, uh, like, either estrogen or testosterone. And that's isolating their child, and they have nowhere else to go because if they go, like, they, they're not going to go back. They just took them from the home. So I think it's funny because, yeah, there is an isolation within that. And it's yeah. it's true that they're like, hey, you're not going to get this from anywhere else, but you get it from us. It's, uh, I listen to a lot of podcasts that talk about people's personal life and experiences. Mm-hmm. 
and a lot of times narcissistic people will typically try to isolate you be dependent upon them and then yeah. either like gaslight you into pretty much feeling like you're feeble to where you have to depend on them consistently it's, it's very it, true it does actually happen it's funny because i've heard of therapists not taking on narcissists because all they will do during the entire um interaction will li- is lie and yeah, so, <laughs> gaslight it's uh, funny um so your, com- your experience with the community was that they're manipulative yeah, pretty much so. that's what i got first out of the gate when you said that was there any like so this could be your eyewitness other people's was there any violence, assault, anything that you heard from others or others' experiences or anything that you feel like is mentionable? Um, within the community? Yes. So I have I have noticed and I've seen this just uh, posted all over social media. Um, is Social media is just such a, an evil thing. Um, a lot of people say, oh, it's such a great thing because you're with the people. You can see what people are doing. And I'm like... Um, well, yes, that's great, but you're also that's you're also gonna be comparing your life for people who are at home and isolating themselves. Yeah. Instead of going out and doing something, um, it's very much. So I have seen, um, especially personally, there with people who are in the community. I have experienced it myself. People are very rude about it. Um, they'll be like, "Oh, you're not this because God created you this way." Or they, they'll look at you and they'll think, oh, you need God. Um, I've the had, people in the community will say that? Not in the community, but people outside of the community will say to people in the community, you need God because you are this or that. Well, definitely. They're and, going against it. Sorry. Um, it's like if you, den- if you deny reality or if you mm-hmm. like pretty much are against reality, welcome to hell. Because you're like fighting what you can't fight against. Like you can't. It's like if you hand somebody an apple and you're like, well, that's an orange. Well, no. And you could fight all you want. It's going to be living hell trying to get everybody else to agree with that yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. No, it's, I haven't experienced, um, like, a violent behavior within the community. They're very accepting, but then there's a lot of um, mental, there, there can be, depending on the people that you're with and you surround yourself with, it, there can be um, mental and emotional abuse, especially for a lot of people who are isolated. They usually go towards people who are online, and that's where you can get um, mentally um, and emotionally abused or manipulated, um, or where you can find, a lot of people don't think of it, but a lot of people who are online, who are in the community, they are narcissistic as well. Um, So it's kind of a loaded question. You could have totally said, so I typed this a while ago, it was a month ago, because I've been waiting for this podcast to be (laughs) made because i was trying to do it during pride month it would have been great for that month but it's over now you know what it doesn't matter because it's yeah hard. Like, it's, it's hard still being, it's still it's hard good being straight the other 11 months of the year um so the question is is it cult like in my this do i mean do they try to get you to become one of them yes. if you're not already in the community but you're like supporting or whatnot or do they try to keep you around in some sense of like oh you're this or that like you got to stay here almost that's what i mean by cult like um, you, it's more of, do you accept, they'll, they'll ask you, um, so if I ask you, like, hey, Anthony, do you accept me as who I am, as I, I, am uh, not hypothetical question of, hey, Anthony, I am a non-binary lesbian, um, would you accept me for who I am? I, would, I probably would ask for her, what is that? Exactly. Because, um, I mean, you're saying you're a girl attracted to a girl who's also not a gender, which is kind of like which is all oxymoron. 
Um, I think it's right. But the people will ask that, um, and it's more of like if you accept it, then you're an ally, and then then more of when you're an ally, when an allies are around the community, they start questioning themselves and being like, oh, I'm actually, am I this or am I that? Because of the clothes that you wear, how you act around them, you'll run your your girl, the friends that are girls or guys that are your guy friends, right? Like you will. You'll act different. Because um, of who's surrounding you, Who's right? surrounding you. And you do act and you do pick up who is around you. Um, and you will start having those characteristics. They parade themselves as a loving community, correct? Um, yes. Would you say that they're a loving community? It's... You can have your opinion. It's just an opinion, it of course. Is, I would say there are times. Um, but it's like, if you don't support them, then they're going to bat- backlash you. Or they're going to call you homophobic. Or... Um, they're going to call you all these nasty bigot. names, bigot or faggot. I've heard, I've had someone that called that's, me a faggot. That's so ironic. The the LGBTQ calling, if that's the case, calling you faggot, that'd be really I've, ironic. I've had, that's like the fat person calling you fat. Like, that's just, that's really ironic. I've had, I've had, I've had if within, within the community, I have had um, people say, oh, you're not because you look like this and... Or you look like this, so you can't act like this. And I'm like, there are a lot of trans That's people. That's funny. I will say there are a lot of trans people who are, who will act, who will say, oh, I'm a feminine, I'm a trans femme. Who are, I'm, I'm a, let's say. I've heard a lot of terms. It just gets confusing. It gets so confusing. There's so many, there's so, so many terms. So they try to outline you pretty much, right? That's what I'm getting. And they also try to label you. So the funny thing is, they don't, so you said if they don't, if you don't accept them, they're kind of like. No, 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 no. They, so, they'll, they'll nag at you until, or they'll call you names. Two points bringing that up. Yeah. So in the Bible, it says how God is love. So love is not God, but God yeah. is love. Yes. And um, if the word is God and the God and the word is with God, that the means that when we're spending time in the word, we're spending time with God. And if God is love, we're learning his love and learning how to love others. So when it comes to things like love that. love is unconditional. Yeah, his love is also yeah. unconditional. Like uh, even when he was on the cross, and things were happening to him, he said, forgive them for they do not know what they're doing. The only time he got mad, Jesus was, which is also God, um, he only time he got mad, where he was fully God and fully human at the same time, but the only time he got mad is when the fair, or not the fair, is when the, they were selling things at an over high, like an overly high price at the temple and ripping people off so that they couldn't worship. And he only got mad, not because of it's happening to him, because it was affecting other people. So that's like the righteous anger. Righteousness, uh, righteous anger is not of yourself, but for other people and what happens to them. So, I think it's funny because they're like, oh, I'm loving, but if you don't accept me, I don't like you. Well, oh, love is not a feeling. It's an action. So whether exactly. you don't agree with me or not, I still love that person. And that's, I think that's a, a funny thing because they're like, I'm loving unless you don't. Well, then it's it's not love. It's I feel like. It's true. And there's also, um, you can, a lot, of pe- a lot of people, especially people that are in the community, but just people who are in the world and in, in, in society in general, um, they'll say, oh, I feel this way. Um, what do you feel? Oh, I feel like I'm non-binary. Oh, I feel like I'm this. It's because Feelings you have are dangerous. a spiritual disconnect. Um, also bringing that up. So they tried to, the other point was uh, they tried to like cookie cut you in a certain, oh, you're this or that, right? Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Okay. So but then you also can cookie cut it yourself. So the funny thing though is they say, oh, uh, male and female is a social construct, but then they try to construct their own reality and then put other people within that reality so like oh 
you are lesbian, you got to act this way because that's why, you know, lesbians act this way. Oh, gay people act mm-hmm. this way. Drag people act this way. So then mm-hmm. they see that male and female is a social construct, but male and female is a biological thing. It's scientific. It's not like men yeah. drink beer and have beards and bacon. That's not what makes a man a man. Because no. women could drink beer, have guns, and a beard if they're hairy. There are there are a lot of women who are like who are part of the LGBT who are like, oh, I'm a um, I'm a mask lesbian. So it's more of their within the relationship they are the male role. I think it's funny though because basically they're saying that the straight people created a social construct and then they try to socially construct other genders oh lesbian or not, not uh, identifications gay lesbian trans and they're like oh if you're trans you got to be this way like if you're like thinking about it, trans people they wear makeup if they're transitioning to the girl and if they're men they try to grow beards they try to they try to dress like a man and it's a yeah. caricature because now they're saying oh you got to act this way because you're this way now yeah. and they're saying that oh it's um you know males and females are socially constructed and then they construct trans people to look a certain way gays and lesbians look a certain way and other people to be a certain way and if they're not well then you're not falling within those boundaries and you must not be that but also it's they have i've i've heard this so many times um and there's certain it's so funny there's certain hair colors when you dye your hair um that will actually say that as well of you are you are Part of the you, oh when you have hair, dyed hair you have the you're part of the LGBT. That's funny. Do you have any thoughts or comments on this, Isabella? Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry. <Okay>. Yes. <laughs> well, that happens when I'm quiet for a while. You're good. Um, I think it's interesting that you were saying how, uh, they're mask lesbian where they mm-hmm. identify with the masculine, a role in a mm-hmm. lesbian relationship. So that means that even that person who's a lesbian recognizes that there has to be a male role in yeah, that relationship. You're right. You're right on the point with that. There is even in the even in a in a male to male relationship, there is more of the femme of the, of the what society has said is top and bottom. In a relationship, you're the top, which is the male role, or the bottom, which is more of the female role. So, I think that's funny. Um, because a lot of so uh jordan b peterson made a very good point it's not you are a man or are a woman because you like so let's say isabella she's like oh i feel like i'm a man okay it's not that you feel like you're a man you have temperaments of a male characteristic Mm so for the lesbian they're not like or if a girl wants to be a guy they're not a guy but they have temperaments that are more closely related to male traits than female traits and if there's a guy who's more feminine he's not gay or a woman he has temperaments or traits that are more like that. So I think it's funny because people are like, oh, I have temperaments that aren't associated with my sex, so I must not be that or I must be gay or something like that. Yeah. And that's what people misconstrued a lot of times is they're like, oh, because a lot of people are like allowed to have, um, like men cannot have masculine temperaments. They can have somewhat feminine temperaments. It does not mean that they're not men though. That's Because yeah. a lot of people think, oh, I have this temperament, this um trying to remember what temperament means, but temperament, I have a, a, a feminine temperament, temperament, and I'm a man, well, I must be a woman. Well, no, you could still be like that, but just, you're not going to be that at the end of the day. You just have a personality that's more feminine-like. That doesn't it, make you that thing, though. It's so true because um, it's scientifically proven. I've, I've heard um, that each person has 
um, testosterone and estrogen in their bodies. Yeah, most just people male, do. The reason why the difference between male and female is that males have more testosterone and females have more estrogen. And so people say, oh, like, that's why I, that's why a lot of women who are transgender, they say, I'm going to insert um, this testosterone so that I can start growing facial hair. There's, if you look at all over the world, different countries, there's women who have facial hair. Because they just got higher levels. Because they have more of a higher level of testosterone. Does not make them any less of a woman, though. Yeah, because, I mean, testosterone doesn't make you a man. No. Like, what about uh, men in their 40s when the testosterone just drops? I mean, they're still men, even though they're not, you don't got that, you know what I mean? So that that doesn't even make you a man. Um, It's funny because people talk about... It doesn't, like, it doesn't mean, like, when a woman is on her period that she's more of a woman. She's always been a woman. Yeah. Yeah, so... um, was there a low point of your life during the community? Um, more of like a, like a mental low. Either one. You low. could do both. You could do spiritual, um, mental. Both. There was all. It was all. There was a physical, mental, emotional, spiritual low of everything. I was already low spiritually, so there, of course, everything else was wacky. Uh, when you are out of line with God, you are out of line physically, mentally, and emotionally. It's 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 proven. Um, I've seen it personally. I've seen it within family and friends. Um, I've seen it around even in the community itself. I have seen people um, saying, oh, I'm just, I'm depressed. My anxiety is so high right now. It's kind of like a, a handicap for them. It's, it's like, a, oh, I can't because of this. Um, and also I've noticed, I've, it was either, I think it was, tw- it was 2020. Um all over TikTok, there were people who were pretending to have Tourette's syndrome. Um, I, oh, yeah. I even, I well, if that's, I thought I did, but it was because I all what I did was I just sat. When you sit for so long, your body doesn't know, your nerves don't know what to do. So, as someone who has Tourette's, your brain tells your brain will send as a normal person, your brain will send motions of hey, pick this up. Oh, by the way, don't touch the stove because it's hot. Um, someone who has Tourette's will be like, oh, let me touch it. Let me touch it. Like, oh, my brain says, oh, it's hot. Oh, I'm going to touch it no matter what. Like, it's like a kid going to a hot stove and the parent goes, don't touch it. You're going to get burned. And so, um, all through 2020, through the, the whole, um, COVID-19, um, quote unquote pandemic, there was, um, there was all these, a lot of, a lot of it in the cosplay community was I pretend like I have Tourette's to get them more views. Yeah. Um, there was a cosplayer that I followed, um, and she went from female to, oh, my pronouns are they, them, but then I also identify as a she still, so it's she, they, or then they, she, and then... It's she, man. And then went of, oh, I'm non-binary, and then, oh, I'm transgender, and then back to, oh, I'm non-binary and transgender... And so there's this back and forth. It's a minority Olympics, pretty it's, much. It's a whole mental disorder. It's it's uh you gotta mentally jump through the hoops to understand what they say at the end of it, cause like uh, it's like oh, I'm a she, hey them, semi able, partially like, like I don't know, I deal with anxiety, partially like mentally stable, mm-hmm. like, and I'm like you got you, you just it's I don't gotta know all this like it's. It's just you're mentally handicapping yourself. It's these people are finding their identity and gender 
when we should yeah. be are finding our identity in Jesus Christ. Pretty That's much. I mean, you don't even have to find your identity in gender because if you are, uh, let's say, a guy or a girl, you can't change that and you can't change that part of your identity. Like, you're, you, What are you going to find? Oh, I'm a man? Oh. Well, you were so, a man before that, too. So, it, like, it's so true. There was, um, do you know the whole Bud Light thing, right? Oh, yes. With, I love with, the man on the Bud Light can. Um, whatever. <laughs> Dylan. Yeah. Dylan Mulvaney. Dylan Mulvaney. So, Dylan Mulvaney, I was, um, I, f- I followed him on, on TikTok and Instagram, and I came across one day, which stopped me. It was right after the, uh, right, right before the Bud Light thing, actually, um, which I, when I saw it, and it was, he came to it, he posted on his Instagram and he came to his parents one day. It was like, Oh, by the way, to my mom and dad, I am now lesbian and I'm oh, yeah, and I want I've my heard about and that. I want my girlfriend to get me pregnant. And I asked my best friend this. Um a few weeks <laughs> later I went and I asked my best friend this who's um who's part of the LGBT. Um and he said, um and I said, Do you think Dylan Mulvaney can get pregnant? And he goes, No. Because you, a biological male, can't get pregnant. Even if you take the estrogen, even if you have bottom surgery or top surgery, you can't get it because you don't have the eggs or the body parts. Just euphemisms, bottom and top surgery. I mean, chemical castration and like, oh, it's just he. He said in that same video, his parents were like, "That's not possible." Yeah, his parents were like, "Dude," and he said to them. Never say never. <laughs> and I was like, that's, Whoa. That's what he's, he's still a man, me. though. Think about it. Um, he's yeah. like, I'm lesbian. No, he's a dude who's attracted to a girl. That's it's that simple. You're, and so then there, there was someone who, who um, duetted it and was like, so you're saying you for the past months you've been saying you're transgender, and then all of a sudden you come out as wasn't straight? it gay <laughs> then transgender then transgender lesbian so because i thought it was gay before that before anything before anything i even identified it as this when i was first in the community of i like the op the the same gender was this i like the same gender and then the further more i went down i don't was, like twigs and berries was <laughs> what i don't like twigs and berries Oh. Was if it, I got it, why do I need more of it? That's my opinion on that. Oh, that's okay. You keep going, baby. <laughs> um, but it, it was just like I once I got to a certain point and within the community, I realized that gender didn't matter, or what what the person identified as didn't matter, or what the sexuality of that person didn't matter, um, or what that person looked like didn't matter. And that's something that a lot of people. What did matter? Um, how they looked. It was oh, a that, whole that makes thing. sense. Because mm. as part of the LGBT, when you see a lot of, um, you see it now. There's a lot of, I would say, um, I want to use parentheses over this for quotation marks. Yeah. Of hot people, and I will say that, or attractive people. Well, duh. I mean, from the beginning of time. But, and then there's it's there's. A Is lot there not hot people? people? No, a lot of people say, "Oh, you're only." I've I've heard, "Oh, you're part you're part of the LGBT. That's why you're so cute." And I'm like, "Excuse me, that doesn't make sense." Um, I was cute before. My parents they were stop having kids. Once one of them came out ugly, it's like, "Oh, you're a man. That must be why you're you're hot." Like that doesn't okay. It doesn't make sense. It it doesn't. A lot of people, a lot of people who are part of the LGBT, will say, "Oh, well, um, I'm fat." Or I am ugly, and so I'm gonna like the same gender because the same gender will like me for who I am. 
and it's like hold up you just haven't you just have and they're like i've dated all these um all these people and you're like hold up hold up you dated you dated people who didn't like you for you you have to once you find the love of god which is what i did you can find god will put a person in your life when 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 that's true when you focus on god i will say this my job my job my getting my car was all a gift from god because of how much i focused on him that's great once you focus on god everything is added it says there's worship songs about it and then there's it says in the bible as well i'm forgetting the address to it but it's when you have your eyes on god and everything will be added think of it when um it's in the new testament when um jesus is walking on water and with the wind and the waves and everything's crazy and peter walks in the water and he goes christ and walking in the water and he's and then the moment that he takes his eyes off of god it's the moment that he fell down into the water and he was like i'm drowning like like jesus i'm drowning like yeah. save me and that's the time that you have to even in those crazy times with the winds and the waves and everything around you is super insane, you got to turn towards God. Alrighty, so we're going to do two parts um, of this that episode. the verse that you were seeking? Well, oh, sorry to interrupt you. You want to go first? Yes. Okay, go. So this we're doing two parts of this episode. We're going to be wrapping up the first part of this episode so it's easier for recording and editing. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed. I am your host, Anthony. Uh, our guest today is Daisy, and our co-host is Isabella. I hope you guys enjoyed. If you want more updates, stay updated throughout the week by subscribing or adding us on Instagram at booked underscore for God. It's booked underscore for God. Share this with your friends, family, especially if you're a believer or people who are not necessarily believers, but they might be in this community. It's a good message, and you know, the love of God. You gotta spread it, especially if you're a disciple. Alrighty. We're gonna wrap this up. Hope you guys enjoyed.